0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by #basketball.com your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the entire internet. You didn't know that? Seriously, how did you not know that? Hashtag #basketball.com we're going to be talking about stuff that is on that site. So go there right now hashtag #basketball.com and thrive fantasy use that promo code WT B, B as in boy, B as in boxes, WTB as in watching the boxes, and you will get 20 free dollars on your first deposit of $20 or more. If you like prop betting, you like daily fantasy, it's like both of those had a hot, sexy baby. Thrivefantasy.com. Use the, that promo code WTB. I am your host, Mike Catron, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler?
1: Oh, Michael. It is a great day. Is it a great day? I don't think it's a great day. It's a day. I, mean,
0: I don't remember. I don't remember a great day, uh, so I don't. I, I'm not sure if this is one or if it's not one. But it's not snowing in Chicago. It's not negative two in Chicago. I saw the sun today. I saw snow melt today, um, and I had a burrito today. And I'm gonna take. I'll take it.
1: Well, you had a burrito today. That sounds delicious.
0: I had a delicious burrito. There's a nice. Uh, nice Mexican place right down the street. There's like three Mexican places right down the street. It's a great neighborhood. It's got great a
1: burrito. Man, I haven't had a burrito in a long time. Now I'm really hungry for a burrito.
0: Yeah, none of that changed shit. These restaurants have been here for like decades. You
1: know. Oh uh, well, I mean, so I try to explain this to people. Like, I like to, I like to, I just, like really like to eat pizza. And anytime I travel, I'm like going to just any local pizza place I could find just to test it out, try it out, and. I try to explain that to some people that like the best pizza in the world is made by some little rat hole place in the side of a city that no one can find.
0: I would say the best food in most cities is in the side of an alley and the side of a building, whether that's like in a Thai neighborhood or you're in like little India, or if you're just looking for a good slice or uh you know like just like down the street there's a, a great place it has the best chorizo tacos i've ever had in my life and it's like uh, like they're like a dollar 25 a taco it's like super very affordable um those are always the best place especially when you're traveling if you're traveling internationally it's almost it's almost certain that those are the places where the best food is right if you could ever do that again
1: <laughs> is that a thing is that a thing anymore i don't think i that's don't know. a thing.
0: i haven't traveled in a while but it, it, I, I'm a big fan of pizza. Chicago is the best pizza city in all the world. Tyler, I didn't know if you know this.
1: Uh, I will agree with that. I suppose it's probably the best pizza city I've been to, at least. I mean, well, I won't say I've been to all the cities in the world.
0: Yeah, we, but we – yeah, that's true. I, maybe there's one out there. I doubt it. But, like, we love all the pizza. So, like, I feel like there's always just, like, people talking about, like, New York versus Chicago-style pizza. And Chicago, we love all the pizza. We have Detroit, you can get Detroit style pizza in Chicago, St. Louis style. You can get New York style pizza here. But really in Chicago, what we're arguing is whether or not uh, the best Chicago style pizza is deep dish pizza or tavern style pizza, which is fantastic. It's very thin, uh, like little square cut pizza. I don't know if you're in the Midwest, if you have like a monocles, it's kind of like that. Um, And I mean, that food, like, th- that's some of the best pizza in the whole damn city. Probably a lot of tourists don't even know about tavern style. We're usually arguing about all that, but we're eating all tavern the pizza. Tavern style
1: pizza is delicious. Yes. Mm, there is a place favorite. By, by where I live. I'm not sure if the man who makes it is from Chicago, but he makes tavern style pizza. Maybe. That is delicious stuff.
0: We like Italian style pizza. We like New Haven style pizza. I don't know if you can get it. I mean, there's somebody who does who tries to do New Haven style here in Chicago. It's not bad. It's not bad at all, but the thing is, all the New Yorkers—they're always like, "Whoa, we use a better pizza," and it's like, uh, it, you know, it's pizza. If, I'm sorry, like if any, there's there's a pizza a good slice place like every three feet in, in New York, which is great, right? But like, if you can make a good slice every three feet, then I guess it doesn't seem like it's that hard to do. Um, so I guess your pizza's good, like it is, it's good, but like I don't know if I would go around bragging about it
1: yeah yeah i mean i don't know i don't i don't know there's no need to brag about it ever
0: no there's a lot of pop-up pizza places too tyler in chicago with the with the pandemic a lot of places kind of like lost all their their business but they just started making pizza because like the overheads like really good on that so you can like you can make some money on it and uh in these trying times and like you, you you have to reserve your pizza like days ahead of time and then like go into like a back alley to get it like that's the, the i'm serious this is the best thing that's happened in chicago is,
1: do you have to buy it on the dark web too or what yeah like
0: it's legitimately like you it's not like a real like you dm a guy on instagram and he's got pictures of pizza and then you dm you're like i want that pizza and he's like show up at 7 30.
1: This is real. In the back alley. Yeah. Dude, i that obviously, where I'm drawing the line on my pizza buying. I'm me. not meeting some guy in the back alley. To get a best,
0: pizza. best pizza I've ever had. Back alley pizza. Back Go check it out. Uh, let's get into a fancy, it is fancy basketball podcast, not a pizza podcast. I so wish we should do a pizza podcast one of these days. Uh, we'll travel around the, the, the nation and eat, eat pizza and talk about it. Uh, maybe that'll be a good use for our Twitch channel, Twitch. Dot tv slash watching the boxes um, think about doing like a gambling thing on there what do you think about that
1: oh all right i like it
0: yeah people love fucking gambling i've been gambling i've been a lot more interested in gambling this year than fancy basketball i'll admit it on my on my fancy basketball on our fancy basketball podcast i'm admitting i'm a little bit more interested in the in the betting this year because it's hard the fancy basketball has been hard this year it's been hard for everybody with covid and the postponements and all that other shit that's going well, on and,
1: and i mean we're facing another one this week right week spurs, the spurs missed all of last week yeah the mavs missed all of last week the spurs yeah. had their game on monday already postponed and there's no guarantee they're gonna play on wednesday or saturday like it's just been frustrating and and the bad part about it in fantasy, at least for me so far has been, you know, you just feel like you get your team in, in good position where like, all right, I'm a little bit behind, but I think I can make a run. And then, you know, you got the Rose in and LaMarcus Aldridge sitting out now. And then, you know, those two come back and the Spurs finally start playing again. And then it's the next team and the next team. And so, yeah, it's yeah. been frustrating. And like, I'll admit, man, in one of my leagues, it's a 30 team league. I think I'm in like 17th, 18th, like, I just can't catch a break. Like every time I feel like I'm getting my lineup somewhere where it's going to be competitive again, then I got another guy or two out in the COVID list. And
0: I would say that's how it is in every single one of my leagues. Like it's, um, you know, it's week 10 and usually this is crunch time. It's actually, usually this is a little like the, the, the doldrums of the season. Right. But it's, it's crunch time. You're approaching the playoffs uh, some of you out there probably are approaching the playoffs right now. Uh, if you're doing if you're doing playoffs at all this year, I'd suggest moving those up. But um, it's hard for me to be like to plan for it because I can't I can't plan week to week. Um, in the leagues that I'm doing well in, I don't know if that's ever if that's going to stick. In the leagues that I'm doing poorly in, due to uh, some COVID issues or even just like because my team sucks, uh, it's hard for me to like figure out how the hell I'm going to get back in it. Uh, because it's just it's just such a crapshoot, so it's like this feel this this year feels like such a grind, uh, and going into week ten, I think this is going to be the grindiest of all the weeks.
1: Uh, yeah, we got a we got a a pretty big week, but a, a well spaced out week for the first time in a hot minute, right? So the lowest number of games is six there's two days with seven games and then the rest of the four days have nine games so we got a very spaced out week which i like personally because i always think that makes for a lot of good streaming opportunities pretty much every single day
0: yeah i think this week i'm almost certainly getting my maximum amount of games getting like two at least two to three games per pickup this week um and we got the wizards here playing five real games in a week which is pretty cool um and i feel like the wizards have a lot of good streaming options. I I oh. like the Wizards.
1: Now see, I don't. Really? Well, I, well that okay. If,
0: this is the 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 first disagreement of the of week 10. Well, I I I want to hear I, your take first before it, I go. It's not. really
1: not that wrong. they don't have good streaming options. It's just like if you're looking at my article, there's no Wizards on there because everyone is owned in slightly more than 50% of leagues that would be a good streaming option. That's fair. So the the streamers like they have Bertans and Rui Hachimura, who are both owned in the 60s. Then, So the guys you're looking at, like Robin Lopez, who would be fine, except for he keeps having those weird games where he plays like 15 minutes. And then do you really want to stream him if he's only going to play a handful of minutes in two of the five games? Then you got guys like Denny Avdia, who just needs to do a little more to be a fantasy option. Then you got Mo Wagner, like those types. Like they just have been mixing and matching a little bit too much to make it to make anyone a real good streaming option.
0: Yeah and I see I, I think if you if you take out Ryu and you take out Davis Bertrams, which I was not, uh I think then it becomes a, a bit slim pick is I like Raul Neto though. And I like uh Alex Lynn if like I'm gonna if I'm gonna kind of a like, a a thicker league if i'm gonna in in a bigger league alex lynn could put up interesting stats but like bertrand's is hot right now he's hitting a lot of threes i don't think he should be on any waiver wires and right hachmar is like a he's like a weird it's a weird guy like not like i don't know personally maybe he's probably just regular but like he's a weird fantasy guy because like quite frankly i don't think about him a lot um but he's pretty good but he's not great like, he, he just, he's kind of, like, just exists. Like, he's, like, he scores, but not enough for me to care. And he gets rebounds, but not enough for me, me to care in a, in a standard league. But the last couple of weeks, you know, he's played good minutes, and he's been playing well. And I, I think he's worth a worth a, worth a grab. But, like, fantasy-wise, like, hitting less than a three-pointer a game is really rough to own just in general. But then when you talk about not even getting a steal and, like, you know, not ugh, like five rebounds, 14 points. Like, it, those add up if you play five games during the week. That's a really nice – if you get all five games out of uh, Hachimura, cool. Um, I get why he's not on a lot of teams. But, I, hey, this is his week right now.
1: Right. And I, I feel like that, too, that, like, you know, they have a couple guys that are kind of compilers, right? Like, just you want a lot of games from that player, and he's not giving you anything that blows you away in any one stat. Um, you mentioned Alex Len and Alex Len, man, he may be my ultimate, like fantasy heartbreaker. The guy, I always seem to like watch him have a couple of games and I get excited and I'm like, oh I'm going to pick up Alex Len. He's going to be good. And then like the moment I pick him up, he just like falls completely out of the rotation and I get zero value from him. I swear it happens every season. It's just like keeps a, happening to me. I, I was going to say I have a couple guys like that, but I, I
0: have a, I have a, um, almost a tendency for any guy I stream, I swear, when I pick him up, it's like I uh I picked up kyle Anderson the other day and I was like, "Man, he's getting a lot of steals and blocks. This is great." And the game, I spot start him in, uh zero steals, zero blocks. Just it happens every time. Like it's just I got bad streaming luck. Got which, that bad karma. Uh, yeah, I think it is it's bad karma. I had good luck when it comes to like travel like weather when i travel like the only time i've ever gotten like a flight delayed knock on wood uh was when i was coming back from mexico so i had to stay in mexico longer i was like oh this oh man won't be in today boss i gotta stay at the beach for another day you asshole So I didn't, I mean, no I, should, no, no, I didn't say that. Maybe I did. I wanted to. He's okay,
1: um, I said that verbatim. I just said it to him. Screw him. He can't stop me. I,
0: I actually, I think if I had a cool boss, I would say that. Like if I knew the guy, like we hung out, we were cool. i would say that. <laughs> See you later, asshole.
1: Um, thoughts on the guys who are not playing, be, not because they're hurt, but because they're just being benched we got blake griffin we got andre drummond we got we got the marcus cousins now right like just telling these guys uh yeah "Yeah, you're you're out we're just getting rid of you like uh thoughts on any of them if you own them are you cutting them uh do you think maybe you should hold on any of those three players for a chance at an opportunity that could be coming
0: maybe drummond because drummond's weird and drummond's like he gets traded which maybe could be happening anytime soon uh that situation could drastically Don't change think
1: he gets traded for the record i really think thinks... he's just
0: gonna sit out the rest of the year
1: <clears throat> no i think they're eventually just gonna buy him out because there's no po- there's no point in keeping him like he's on the final year of his contract yeah but like so what did they trade for drama do you know
0: uh i think like a horseshoe a couple bales of hay and like a tire iron that they had at the Ford motor company.
1: Yes, exactly. Nothing. They traded one second round pick to get him. That was it. One second round pick. And they had to match the salaries. Um, So they, they traded, you know, anyone could have had him last year and now like you got to match his $28 million salary. So any contending team is going to have to give up something to get him. Like, they're going to have to give up a piece to get him because it's not like you can just, like, cobble together, like, the end of your bench contracts on minimums that are not doing anything. Like, that's not going to get you there. So, I don't really see a path to him getting traded unless somehow, like, there's going to be a third team in there that's going to, like, help offload the money, and I just don't really see how that's going to work. So, yeah, I mean, I I think – his best bet is just to wait for a buyout and i mean isn't he going to wait till after the trade deadline like they're not going to buy him out before the trade deadline why would they they're going to keep holding out hope they can trade him for something well
0: so, i mean you would think so either like, what, way three weeks till
1: the trade deadline Four? when is the trade deadline
0: oh issue? god i don't even know i think it's actually quite after the all star break right
1: uh it was before march 25th yeah. so we had a whole month
0: <clears throat> that's rough ooh if I had to wait a month for Drummond, nah. In a redraft league, I probably, I'll probably get rid of them. Then. I'll get rid of all these guys. And Detroit's like depleted, man. Like, uh, we're gonna see a lot more minutes from like Sadiq Bay, Saban Lee, like Dennis Smith. It might be Dennis Smith Junior. time in in Detroit. We got DeLon Wright out now for a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, and- it's, not look,
0: it's not looking great in Detroit once again. One another season, another. Another depression uh, coming from the city of Detroit.
1: I will say this. I think this is maybe important to note, too. Um, this is the next to the last week. Well, it's actually the last full week before the All-Star break. Next week, there's only day games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So Thursday is the last day before the All-Star break. Um, you're going to see teams that have guys with kind of minor-ish injuries that they're just going to sit them out through the All-Star break because they're not going to want to risk getting somebody hurt severely in the last two or three games before the all-star break and being without that player for a long period of time so we just saw yesterday marcus smart got rolled out for the till the all-star break i think you're going to see that more and more over this week is like just like okay we only got four games left before the all-star break we'll just have you pack it in take that little bit of extra rest with the all-star break is going to provide i believe then, it
0: i absolutely believe that i think that means more time for like Guys like T.J. McConnell, guys like uh, you know Cam Bredish. I guess he's getting pretty good uh, minutes. Well, but his is
1: his is a lot of injury related, man. That Hawks team is, yeah. and and he he made the article as one of the top guys. And actually, he's a game time decision uh, tonight with an Achilles soreness. He's probable to play, mm. but like Bogdanovich is out. You know they got Rondo out. They got Chris Dunn out. Like they're just you know they've DeAndre Hunter out. They just got they need someone to play on the wing, and he's one of the last guys standing.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that's what you're about to see now like uh Horford's out. So Isaiah is Isaiah Roby going to play, Mike Muscala going to get more minutes like we got just like all over the place. I think you're just going to be seeing a lot of middle tier bench guys get 30 plus minutes over the next couple weeks. Yes. And and I think if I'm looking at my roster and if my if i have anybody anyone shit I, even if i have guys who aren't injured but play like 26 25 like play regular bench minutes i think i might be getting rid of anybody on my team over the next couple of weeks just streaming in and out or repl- just straight up replacing guys who aren't in my like top 60
1: yeah. And I think that's been the strategy the whole year. Just, there's been so many guys like pop up because of, you know, whether it's the team's got a couple guys in the code and the health and safety protocols, or, you know, this team's got guy that's hurt. We've seen that more and more where there's just a guy sitting out there on the waiver wire. Who's a, you know, available in 50% of leagues that's going to play 35 minutes on a given night. Yes, sir. It's also been opened up a little bit too, by the, the G league season coming back because i some of the teams are putting, you know, like three, four, five people in that G league bubble. And it's actually creating more minutes for some other bench guys because they're not wanting to play that rookie in, in a mop up game or if someone gets hurt during that game.
0: What a weird year. What a very strange year. In fact, Tyler, I, honestly, I was, I, I hate to, I hate to like, I don't want to bring you down, man, but I wasn't even looking at your, uh, your an excellent article, your week 10 preview. Uh, oh, well, I can't play blame- basketball and I've been hitting all the points. I, I see the Wizards, I see Cam Reddish on here.
1: Yeah, so I I can't blame you for that. The article came out a little later this week. Um I had some technical difficulties on my end. I'm spent a weird weird strange time in, in life. Um, yeah, in shout general, out to a lot of people
0: out, yeah, shout out to anybody who had to like burn their furniture to uh to stay uh to stay unfrozen. Uh maybe, you know, uh, maybe go- you know what's some good wo- go find out where your local representative lives and uh, uh, burn their house down too. Hypothetically, parody. Uh,
1: don't, don't do that. It's, don't, don't, don't do that. But uh, You can stay yeah. real warm. Uh, so the Wizards, you mentioned the Wizards with their five games this week. That's a difficult five games. Have you seen the schedule? It's, play, yes, I mean, the Wizards aren't
0: great, but it's like all of the playoff teams.
1: Yes, they, well, the, other than Minnesota, they play Minnesota on Saturday and that's their only home game they're at the lakers, at yeah. the clippers, at denver and at boston in the other four. That's a rough flight to And denver Saturday, to yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah, that's Saturday in Washington against Minnesota and then they got to fly to Boston and play on Sunday.
0: Okay, that's not that's not too bad. It's still that's still a rough schedule.
1: Yes, that is not It's but, it's rough, but with eh. five games, I mean, if Hachimura or uh, Bertans are available. I think you got to pick them up. Like they're just going to accumulate so many stats, you know, compile so many stats from just playing the five games that um, you got to go for it. Yeah, and let's
0: let's be honest. Uh, Are any of those teams that we listed really going to play that hard a defense against the Wizards? They're just kind of probably going to hang out and out. Like maybe the Celtics, right? That might be your only one.
1: But like I feel like most of these teams are just
0: going to hang out and let the other. They're just going to outscore the Wizards.
1: I think we've talked about this a couple times. Are the Celtics good? like the Celtics are hurt. they're hurting right now man. Jason Marcus Marcus Smart's out. Kemba's not a great defender. Like J- Tatum and Brown are, are fine, but they don't got much else man. And like Jeff Teague's been really bad this year and Tristan Thompson's what he is and you know they're they're kind of mixing and matching in that center position like always and the, I don't think they're a great defensive team. I don't think they're a great team this year. Like they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to be in the hunt, but just not as good as they they have been in the past couple of years i think i mean
0: that's that injuries will do it right and not having a real center will also do it like i don't know if you're boston do you pay 33 dollars or one second round pick for andre drummond
1: the problem there like i said it gets to be the the salary magic like yeah i think
0: you gotta let him go and then then give him like the minimum
1: Right. And that's that's when I think if he's gonna go to a contender, like a serious contender, it's gonna have to be like I get bought out, then I can pick my team. Because I mean you can look at any team, like if you want to look at Boston, for example, to get to twenty eight million, they're not trading any of their stars. No. So they'd have to trade like Tristan Thompson, which only making but that's only making nine point two. So then you're going to have to add in Tice's $5 million, but then you're still only up to 14 Yeah You have to throw in like three, four, five more guys to make it happen. And that's the problem. That's the real issue with any of these contenders trading for Drummond is $28 is a big number to get to without giving up some key rotation guys.
0: That's a pretty good point. Uh, that buyout is probably going to be the key here. And like you're saying, four weeks away, screw it. Might as well just... I mean, if you could dump him on a, if you could dump him on an IR, I guess I would probably favor him on the IR.
1: What's yeah, going on? I, in a... Honestly, I would probably trade him for sixty cents on the dollar, like anything. If you get in, in a, especially in like a ten or twelve team league, if I can get any top one hundred player for him, I'd probably trade him right this second.
0: That's a good move, and you're pro- that's probably all you're going to be able to get too. Like everybody knows he's sitting out. Everybody knows he's not playing. Like probably not going to get much, but like, you're, get someone who's playing. Like I, I went and sent out like Derek, I have Derek white on some teams. I got uh, Murray on some teams. I have Rudy Gay on some teams and I couldn't find anybody to pick up Rudy Gay for some reason. I wonder why, but uh everybody else, I, I, I sent out trades and I traded uh, in a couple leagues, uh, my Spurs players away. I was just like, I don't, I, I can't have another week of this maybe yeah. two weeks.
1: And that's the, that's the thing about those health and safety protocols is a lot of times they don't really announce which guys are, are actually in it when they're doing the sit now. And then, you know, it can be a while before some of those guys come back that it has not been like 10 days or two weeks if you actually get put in there. Um, it's been a significant amount of time longer. We or
0: don't, happened. yeah, we don't know. We don't know if any of those people in that protocol have COVID. And then we're talking about not just you know 10 days, we're talking about much longer. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. Uh, Dallas is back though. Um, and it doesn't sound like Chris Stapps is going to be playing in their latest game. But uh, I don't know, how, how do you feel about these, the role players here? Josh Richardson, uh, Maxi Kleber, uh, they have a nice back-to-back uh, this week in uh, an early back-to-back Monday, Tuesday. Um, how's the how's the old give me the Dallas Mavericks update
1: well so they were actually just finally starting to play better the defense has been bad and it's actually been Chris Porzingis. I believe the status he has the third worst when he's on the floor the Mavericks have the 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 third worst defensive rating of any team where the, like one player has played t- 10 games it's like 129 points they give up Hmm. Um, with KP on the floor per 100 possessions, which is insane, right? Um, maybe this back injury was something to do with that. Um, as far as role players go, they are just kind of – they they've played their preferred starting five for a total of eight games so far this season. They've been the last eight games that they've played, um, save for Monday. As you mentioned, KP is going to be out. Um, Josh Richardson's playing better, although they just missed a week, so he could be a little rusty coming back um Dorian Finney-Smith is another guy if you need steals and three-pointers you he can he can provide um and then you got Max Kleber who should be blocking a few more shots especially with KP out and that would be someone I would want to pick up because he's got that weird threes and blocks thing um which you don't see very often
0: yeah uh and that i mean that makes a huge difference that makes a huge difference and i i think if kp is out like you're saying the minutes are going to be there uh, i think that's perfectly i think that's a perfectly good streaming choice uh, make sure you get all your streams in here on week 10 and also make sure you go out to hashtag go check out tyler's article uh tyler um i i feel i feel i got the urge to make some bets like oh. I said, I've been paying a little less attention to fantasy basketball than I care to admit on the Fantasy Basketball Podcast. But I haven't paid attention to them bets.
1: Are you going to tell us a bet? I thought you had a bet. I thought this was your new segment. Was my Mike, Mike, Mike has a bet.
0: Mike, we need a name for the segment. If you have a name for the segment, tweet at me at watchtheboxes. I will name the segment whatever you tweet at me because I do not care. Um, Tyler, I let people in on a little secret. Lonzo Ball, points, rebounds, and assists. The line's been a little low. He's still paying out. They moved the line up. He's still paying out, guys. So I'm still on that Lonzo Ball, points, rebounds, assists, over. On that, Jimmy Butler is, I think, on a mission right now. Jimmy Butler is on a mission to prove, as I think he's already proven since he was the MVP of the finals last year, uh, that he's like a triple-double, like, ultra, like, MVP candidate. He's out there. He's getting a ton of triple-doubles in the last uh, few weeks. And you're going to say, oh, yeah, well, duh, Mike. Like, now the triple-double line isn't that good. That's not what I'm talking about. What you do is you go parlay, same game parlay, Get that set over seven and a half rebounds, over seven and a half assists with a Heat win. That's my stupid parlay of the week.
1: <laughs> Mike's stupid parlay of the week. I didn't. I didn't know they had that. I didn't yeah. know that was that you was a real that,
0: thing. You can find that on DraftKings and FanDuel. I think not uh, not not sponsored yet.
1: <laughs> Give it time. Give it time, Michael. Give it, Give it time.
0: time. Uh, I'm still hitting that Kyle Anderson over. He's been playing great. Uh, for points, rebounds, assists, Kyle Anderson over. And uh, I don't I don't understand why uh, the line is so, so low for Evan Fournier. I saw a super low points line for Evan Fournier the other night. Uh, I think it was around, I think it was around 19, 18, 19. The dude dropped 29, Tyler. 1819 is a low for Evan Fournier. So if you see if you see Evan Fournier, Fournier line, don't Google. Do not Google his name. Don't do it. But if you do see his name without Googling, like I would say I would play that line all the way up to 22, 22 and a half.
1: All right. I like it. I like it.
0: Evan Fournier is a scorer.
1: Evan Fournier is a scorer. I'll give you that.
0: So those are my those are Mike's bets of the week.
1: Mike's bets of the week. <laughs>
0: Pending pending sponsorship from thrive use that promo code wtb but you can't <laughs> bet on those bets but some of those bets you can because it is prop betting but the odds are different this is a bad this is a bad segue but use that promo code wtb tyler you got anything to plug coming into week 10
1: um well if you care about the mavericks i wrote about why their defense and how their defense has been so bad and what they could possibly do to fix that. Uh, That was probably the best article I've written last week when the Mavericks didn't play. Um, Yeah. I think Dallas has been a weird team and they are, I think we're going to see the best version of the Mavericks at some point during the second half. I'm just not exactly sure when that will be.
0: Yeah. Um, Another, another little betting late betting Mike's pro tip, the, the, apparently the underdogs have just been winning at a hot clip this year in this weird NBA year. And I'm going to be focused anytime Dallas is an underdog. I think I'm going to be taking that bet because I think like you're saying, they've looked a mess. They've looked a wreck. Uh, and I, once they're, once they get back a little bit healthy, I think they're going to be putting it on people. And I think you're going to see a little bit of what you saw from the Mavericks last season, like Tyler's saying. So you know, pay attention to that uh, to the, the the money line. All the dogs this year have been uh, been doing pretty well, except for Minnesota.
1: Apparently, <laughs> well, Minnesota. I mean, that's all. So they got a new coach. That's something, right? Maybe, that is something. Maybe that'll help them. Jim Boylan. Uh, no. So they, this is actually something I don't think happens very often. And I would have to look this up to figure out when was the last time and and how often happens. They actually got the Raptors assistant, Chris Finch. They actually signed him to be their head coach, which does not not normally happen in the middle of a season. Yes. Hmm. They stole someone else's assistant in the middle of the season to be their coach. So they fired Ryan Saunders and they stole the Raptors assistant to be their head coach.
0: I'd actually say that's a shout out to the Raptors for being a decent organization for uh, honing talent and letting that talent go, even if it is maybe a little bit detrimental to uh, their organization in the middle of a damn season. Uh, What's more important is that, is that guy um, getting an upgrade in his career. And I I respect that shout out to Toronto.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know why some teams don't do more of that.
0: Yeah, I don't know why the Bulls uh, uh, held on to Jim Boylan for so long, even though I was yelling about it every time I went to the United Center and they could definitely hear me. (laughs) Garpex, I knew you heard me, Garpax. I know you hear me, you (laughs) stupid bastards. Get rid of this bald fuck. They finally did, and they got rid of the Garpeks too. You know, so it was all good. It's all good. Uh, I hope everybody's staying safe out there. We appreciate you guys listening. We know this is a weird year, we understand this is a weird time of the fantasy season anyway, but we're still gonna be taking any of your questions. If you got them on Twitter, you can find me at Watch the Boxes, you can find Tyler at Tyler P Watts. Hit us up with those questions. If you got questions you want us to read on air, we'll do that too um if you got feedback for the show we'll take that we've i think we fixed our audio problems so shout out to the the guys who were saying like hey your audio sucks and that's because craig blew it our audio guy craig um he's just an idiot and i had to fire him that's really sad though he's a good guy
1: he's a nice man
0: yeah he's just an idiot um other than that guys stay safe we appreciate you guys listening check out the patreon patreon.com slash watching the boxes twitch.tv slash watching the boxes hashtag basketball.com too many plugs. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, We'll see you all very soon. Thank you for listening and be safe.